With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kool-Aids, and welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Remy Dixon. Glad to be back starting off another season with our second pod. In today's episode, we'll be talking about AC Milan versus Barca, our last preseason match. We're going to talk about the preseason in general and what we're seeing so far, what we're liking. And then lastly, we're going to get into the topic on everybody's lips, Usman Dembele. But before we get into those topics, here is a quick word from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN, the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you'd never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com Barca now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com slash Barca. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tuesday night in Las Vegas, Nevada, FC Barcelona played AC Milan with a 1-0 win courtesy of a 
absolute golazo by Ansu Fati. AC Milan put out a very good team with Leal, Pulisic, Mike Magnon in the back, and Theo Hernandez. So we played a very high-level team, and we did pretty well. I mean, we've just come off the Clasico, as we saw, and we won that. This game, we played very well defensively. We handled Rafael Leal's threat on the outside, and we looked good. We looked good overall. Um, It's preseason, so it's really hard to take too much from it, but a couple of things that I noticed early on, I mean, one, look, Marcos Alonso can hit a crossfield ball, and that seems to be about it. I understand why we sat Balde to start. Obviously, he is the starter. I almost would have wanted to see the young guy that came in at left back for Balde towards the end there start. Because, I mean, we know what we're going to get from Marcos Alonso. I mean, I guess he needs playing time because if something happens to Balde, unfortunately, that's who we're stuck with. But I think the other can be true, too, that we need to get somebody else going as well in that position because if something happens to Balde, do we really want to just be relying on Marcos Alonso? I, I don't think so. That's not where I want to go. That's what not what I'm hoping for. Um, you know, it was really great to see Fermin Lopez again playing. He started this game, had more of a quiet game, but I mean, I agree with Troy. He's hungry. He's ready. I want to see him play on this team. I want to see him here. Perhaps maybe coming up and playing with us, still getting that time, but playing with Athletic. Um, but yeah, he's been tearing it up. This wasn't his brightest game, but he's been good. Um, surprisingly, Eric Garcia was actually not terrible. Hey. <laughs> He can distribute a ball. We know that. I think there's still a possibility that he is, that he could play that CDM role um, because of how well he can distribute. I, again, would never trust him as a defender. Still don't. But he didn't have a bad game, and I'm willing to say it where it happens, right? Um, Romeu playing in that position, though. He's really come in and surprised me. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't think I had many expectations, but he's a leader. You can tell he's a strong challenger. He's a strong player. And I, having the low expectations that I had, I actually have been really happy to see him playing the way he's been playing. We were getting the ball to Rafinha a lot early in the game. You know, we'll touch on Dembele in a second, but... I don't know. I think Rafinha needs to get better. In my opinion, Rafinha needs to be much, much better if that's who we're going to be relying on. I thought Azabde was much better as a winger than Rafinha, and he's been playing very well in preseason. I would almost put him over Rafinha at this point, to be honest, given how much he takes on, how many times he actually gets at least his pass offer gets past his defender. I think Rafinha is still a 50-50. Um, obviously, he's more of the senior player, and we'll see how that goes. I want him to be the best and do the best, but I'm not seeing it right now. That's not where my where my eyes are seeing. Defensively, 
It was interesting how we had Araujo playing right back and Koundé playing center back. We did that in the game against Real Madrid and, you know, we all probably were like, hey, it's a Clasico, Vinicius Jr. and Araujo have a history, Araujo has done really well over there, but this was another game where you saw Araujo actually playing right back again, and boy, did he play right back. I mean, at most times he was a right winger. The stepovers, did y'all see that? Did y'all see this man motoring up the pitch? I think Rafinha should have dropped the ball off to him on that one break, but he didn't do it. Um, And then there was the offside goal, but Araujo is so versatile. He's so good. I hope that he can stay fit. I really don't want to overuse him, um, but... Damn, like this dude can do it all. Being that big, doing stepovers, playing like an actual winger, wild. That was that was really nice to see. But then you get the second half, right? And you have these players come in, Balde, Ansu Fati. And I would say that's when the game completely switched up. Um, before I even get into that lethal duo, we can talk about Fronturas starting up top again. Uh, as he did the last game. And it seems like Xavi's going to try to play him there. The goal he scored in the Classico was great. A great assist, arguably even a better assist than the goal itself. <sighs> I don't know, man. I wish him the best. Want him to be, again, better. Wish that this could be the position for him and that he can start really producing for us in this position. I don't know if that's going to be it. And I really worry about our offensive forward, our striker output. Because one of the things I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about right now is that Lewandowski has not gotten going this this preseason. He didn't really kill it for me in a lot of times last season, especially earlier in the season when we really needed him in the Champions League games. I would hope that he gets back to form, but he's only getting older. You don't lose the goal-scoring ability, but when he came on and even before, we just weren't getting those balls to them, him and Ferran Torres, and they weren't really opening up to do the things that we need from them. So that is a worry of mine right now. But getting back to Ansu and Balde, that left side looks like it could be lethal with those two playing. You noticed after... Ansu's goal, Ansu really came into the game and he was dropping back. He was playing a true number 10. He was linking play. He was making things happen. He was moving around. I've seen that before in games. You know, it's not just the goal that did it. I think so many people have been so quick to write this kid off that it's, you know, I will say I would like to give him the opportunity to lose his shirt this season. I think if we actually said, you know what, you're the starting left winger. We're going to give you all the opportunities. We're going to put the faith in you to carry this team like the number on your back says. And if he loses that, if he can't do it, then at the very least, we can all sit back and know he's not going to be the kid that we thought he was. The injuries have gotten him and he just will never be back. But you see the glimpses that he can be that player. And I just feel like we haven't given him the time to do it. Like the ability to come back instinctively and start playing that 10 role, start linking up play, start being exciting, and start making things happen, 
is not natural for a lot of players. Some players stick into their role. I mean, we've seen at times in the past, Lewandowski has tried to drop back, but he's just not as mobile. I think Ansu deserves the opportunity. We deserve to get, he deserves that chance from the fans, from the managers, from the team. And if it's not working, it's not working. We can all walk away saying we tried, but I think it'd be silly to let him go. And then he starts being that player again at a different club. And now we're out here being like, oh, what are we going to do? What, who's going to be our left winger? Like, Abde is good, but let's not sit here and be like, oh, this guy's better than Ansu Fati. Like, the potential alone, just different. It's just completely different. So I would like to see us giving Ansu more chances. I think when you see a goal like that from a shot like that, when you see him come back and link up play and move things around, and then when you see him and Balde combining on that left side, overlapping each other, dropping the ball off, this, that, and the other. If they nurture that, if Xavi nurtures that, they could be a terror for every team. And you put a situation in place where now everybody's worried about that left side, the right side starts opening up. Maybe Lewandowski starts getting more opportunities, or even Rafinha. Regardless of what it is, that left side could be a very dangerous side to watch coming into the season. Honorable mentions for me, Lamine Yamal, the kid came in and did what he had to do. He came in and looked bright. He came in and looked beautiful. He was quick. He took his chances. He cut defenders up. I'm so excited and interested to see where this goes. I mean, I think he's so young. He should be probably getting more time in Barca A, but as many times as we can pull him up, we should and nurture that and help him get stronger, help him get bigger, help him have staying power. We don't want to see what happened to Ansu happen again. You can't always predict those things, but we need to start being a team that focuses on getting these players stronger and fitter. That's just a fact. It's always been that way, but we need to start doing that. The younger kids coming in at the end there. I am really excited about this new defender, this Faye kid. Like I, he looked strong. He looked fast. He looked smart. Like that could be one that comes in sooner than we think. And I'm really looking at that. I think, again, give him time with Barca A, but good God, we could have a gem on our hands that could really be a talent for us way down the line. And I think one of the best pieces of business that we've done in a while. I mean, we didn't pay too much for him. He's a young kid that we sought out, brought in. Looking forward to that. And that really brings me to the end of that game. I mean, it was fun to watch. It was nice to see the things that happened. And I'm just really looking forward to the start of the season, right? Preseason has been good. I think so far preseason has been pretty good. Aside from the big hiccup that happened, which was I did not get to see Barca play in San Francisco. As you all know, I live in San Francisco. We had a whole tailgate set up. Our Pena, we were ready. We were excited. I had prepared food for a hundred plus people for many hours Friday night. Seasoned my meats, got everything ready. We were going to have a throwdown of a tailgate. And Matt Manson, president of our Pena, did so much work. Get the grill, do all the things. We, we chartered a bus to take people down. We were so ready. I wake up Saturday morning to a call from Matt, or multiple calls. And I'm like, what's going on? He pick, I pick up the phone. Game's been canceled. 
And it's just like, wow, we were just, it, it, it really threw us, man. It was really, it was disappointing. A lot of people wanted to see it. It would have been a really great start to the preseason for everybody, especially out in the Bay Area. Um, and sucks. We, we really missed out on that one. So it was what it was, but overall preseason has been interesting, right? We, we played Arsenal and lost. I mean, that Arsenal game, it really showed that we had played like, like three less games than they had. We were just getting into it. We're all coming from being sick. It was what it was. Preseason is so interesting because it's like, you can ascribe a lot to it, but you also really shouldn't. Like sometimes it's just really not going to be representative of how the season goes. That being said, the Classico was lovely. It's always nice to beat Real Madrid. We all know that. Doesn't matter where, doesn't matter when. Putting three goals on them is just nice. Especially in a crowd of a lot of their fans, too. Just nice. We love that. Xavi said, you know, the score didn't fully reflect the game on their end. It was 3-0, but... I could see that. Like, they definitely had chances. They hit the post twice. So, I mean, I'm glad we won. I think we can pull those games out against them in the season. It remains to be seen what they do with their striker situation. A Kylian Mbappe would make things infinitely harder. But again, coming into the season, I think our defense is just really good. And we're pulling together some midfielders that can do the job. I love that Frankie's been made a captain because that says to me that Frankie's not going anywhere. And I love that. We have a situation coming up where we at least can go into the season knowing we're going to be defensively strong. If we can get a right back, we could really be the team to beat. A lot of people aren't thinking that. A lot of people are thinking Real Madrid's got it in the bag. But if you can't score on us and we can get goals, like how are you going to beat us? So in the league, at least, I'm very excited that our defense coming into preseason has still been really strong. Really sad about the Gundogan injury. Have been worried that uh, Gavi hasn't been playing, but I kind of understand it. It says we've registered him, so that's fine. It doesn't. He doesn't need to play if he's injured or whatever. If he's nursing an injury, so it is what it is. Like worrying, but ultimately, if the reports are saying we've already registered him, then all it is is just saving him, which perfectly fine with me. Um, looking forward to the next game, the Gumper against Tottenham. We'll see how we roll into the season from there. Hopefully anybody who's injured can come back and be ready fresh for the season. Hopefully we're going to have cover for a lot of these players with Fermin Lopez being up and showing how good he can be. Hopefully Gavi and Pedri get rest. Obviously Gundogan's going to be in there. So Gavi and Pedri, there's going to be some level of rotation between those three. And I'm glad to hear it because we've been overly reliant on Pedri, Gavi, it's been a lot this last couple of seasons, and I'm hoping that we now have balance in that position or in the midfield that can help them and help us not overly rely on them. Yeah, the preseason's been it's been exciting. It's been it's been nice to see. It's nice to have Barca football back, and I think we've seen some very positive things. And now I have to talk about Usman Dembele. And this one's been tough for me because I have always been a fan of Dembele. One of the interesting things about this podcast and the group of people that we have doing it is we're all different. We all have different perspectives, different life experiences, and different opinions. And you all get to hear all those different opinions play out sometimes right after the other in consecutive podcasts. The great thing is that we all respect each other. We all understand where we're coming from. We all understand that we all love this team. So With that as a preface, I'm going to say 
I have a different opinion, Troy, on Ousmane Dembele. I have always liked the player because I've always seen the potential. I've always seen the ability. I've seen that very few players are that quick, can turn on a dime, can use both feet, has power in the shot, has ability to pass. Very few players in the world game have that. And a lot of other players agree. A lot of players, Messi, a lot of other big players have seen Usman Dembele, have played with him and said, hey, this guy could be absolutely amazing. For us last season, the 2021-22 season, Dembele had the most assists. He had the most take-ons. He had the most crosses. Like, it's going to be a loss. It's going to be a pretty big loss, regardless of if you think so or not. So for me, I am disappointed. As a fan of the player, I am disappointed that this is where it's going. I am disappointed that he's finally seeming to be turning things around, getting a run of form, having a manager that believes in him and trusts in him, and he's going to switch that up for a different team. I'm disappointed that he's in a place where he could finally prove a lot of those haters wrong, and he's not taking that opportunity. And mostly, I'm disappointed for our offense. I don't know where those passes are going to come from. I don't know where those take-ons are going to come from, those dribbles, etc., etc. And I thought he was an asset to this team when he was fit. And we're not going to have that. Like, I don't see Rafinha being that like-for-like replacement. That said, I also understand everybody who's felt like he's been a disappointment at Barca. I understand that he's missed a lot of games due to injury. I understand that there are just time and time again stories that about his contract renewal, about this and about that. And he's been somewhat of a media distraction. Not from the team, because it's clear that a lot of his teammates really like him, but like just from fans overall. But I also understand that there have always been people that have disliked him. The hard thing for me trying to parse out my feelings about Dembele this whole time has been I've had to sit in the just hate and defitrol and all the anger that people have had about him all coming out at once. All of the things that people have carried from so long, they've pulled on now and been like, oh, see, we were right, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been hard to be like, how do I actually feel about this as a person that likes him? Knowing that everybody has just treated this person so honestly unfairly from my perspective. As I've matured as a football fan, as I've grown up as a person, I've started understanding and seeing more and more how we think about these players, how we treat these players. Like, they're not people in a lot of different ways. I mean, you think about Rafael Varane is relatively young. He's just quit the French national team because the fixture schedule is so ridiculous. Last year with the World Cup and all their different games, I started feeling so bad for these players. All the injuries are not because of these players are just all bad at exercising or this and the other. It's like... No, you play these players that much, they're going to have injuries. There's a lot of mental health things that come with this sport. We've seen that play out in so many different ways. There are a lot of things that are context to football that we don't think about as fans sometimes. These people are people. Yes, they play a sport that we love. Yes, they entertain us. Yes, they could be considered lucky for having a talent that allows them to play probably their favorite game and make a living out of it and make a good living at that. However, it doesn't mean that they don't have challenges. They don't have mental health issues. They don't have backgrounds that are hard. They don't come from places that are tough. You know, we can't just sit here and be like, oh, because you play at Barca, you have it on easy street, you're good or elsewhere. Even when you think of just race, 
This is the thing I feel like a lot of people don't think about often, but you have fans of teams that will love a player on their team when he's scoring goals. Second, he misses a penalty. If he's a darker skinned person, racist chance, racist this, racist that. We saw the Vinicius situation. I remember when Donny Alves ate a banana many, many years ago. And I remember not totally understanding it, but thinking how great it was that he did that and like getting the context behind it and be like, oh, that's great. To see those things are still happening to players like Vinicius, to Marcus Rashford, Bukayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, players like that for missing penalties. These things happen in sport. The media can be altered. It can be pushed against a player. We saw that within our own club. We saw that the last group of people, the last uh, regime, were putting out stories that they wanted to put out. So when you think about the context of all these things, when you think of these things, people are as people and not just players, you can start understanding the context and start really thinking about all the different things that can go into a decision like this. First and foremost, one of the reasons why I feel like Dembele's always been treated unfairly, I'm not prescribing any anything to anybody, but at the end of the day, a lot of people blamed him for his price tag. If he had lived up to that potential, that price tag is nothing. But at the same time, he is not at fault for us doing bad business. He's not at fault for Bartomeu and company probably knowing Neymar was going to go, but not planning for it. They could have gotten Dembele for way cheaper earlier in if they had just planned. It's not his fault. Then Dembele comes here and he gets injured, but many people don't even acknowledge that at the time Barca was going through an injury crisis and the manager actively said he doesn't believe in physical training. Now the kid was 18 when he came and everybody's like, well, he should have known. I can tell you this. I love FC Barcelona with all my heart. If I know what I knew now about the time and I had a child that could have played at Barcelona at the time and was Dembele's profile, I probably would have said no, given knowing what I know. Or been like, with that money, we're going to get him all the trainers. I don't know what his family life is like. I don't know what his situation is. I feel like Mbappe's family is very much more about taking care of him and things like that. I mean, when you entrust your child to a team, I think you expect that they will take care of that player and that kid and grow them. That's what La Masia is all about. When Messi came to Barcelona, they paid for his treatments. They didn't really take care of Dembele in the way that he should have been taken care of as a kid. And those injuries are not just his fault as everybody was led to believe that, oh, the player just stays up too late playing video games and all these stories that everybody was just like, oh, obviously this is true. You look at the narratives that are put into the media. I have caught multiple times announcers during games saying, oh, there goes Dembele losing the ball again when it was another black player that had the ball because that was their written narrative and that was the thing that they were always going to say. It's happened multiple different games. So I don't think this kid has had a really fair shot while he's been here. I don't think the fans have been fair to him. I don't think the media has been fair to him. I don't know why it is, but regardless of what it is, there have just been people that have never liked him from the beginning. You fast forward over to now and Xavi putting faith in him putting trust in him, doing all these things. I can feel really sad for Xavi. I understand that he put his neck out. I don't think it's fair to criticize a manager for praising a player when that manager feels like that's the best way to get the best out of that player. I mean, we've seen him produce far more and stay more in shape and all these things for Xavi than we've seen other managers. I think a manager's job is to get the best out of a player. And if that's the way they see to do it, they got to do what they have to do. They can't worry about everybody else. That's not That's not how to manage. That's not how to be a great man manager. But one of the only things I can say about this whole situation is at the end of the day, Barca's finances are not good. 
We haven't been good in a very long time. And that puts us at a negative for players like Dembele, for Messi. We lost Messi because of stuff like this. It's not Dembele's fault. And when you look at things as this player, potentially looking at a situation where one more injury could end your career, the thing that makes you money. Somebody comes around and says, hey, I'm going to give you a lot of money to do this thing that you do for five years. We don't know the details of that contract, but it seems like $20 a season. Barca can't compete with that right now because of the financial state we've put ourselves in. It might sound defeatist and it might sound sad, but if Dembele is looking at his future and he's like, well, I've had a lot of these injuries. Who knows when it could all end? Who knows what I can do? I need to be making as much money as I can now for my family, for my future. Like, let's not act like we don't all have careers where if somebody came to you and said, hey, I'm going to give you a lot more money to do the exact same thing you're doing at a different place. Like... For a lot of people, they're taking that. Unless you own the company, you're probably being like, yeah, I like my coworkers, but probably, you know? So I say all that to say, you know, and when I look back at myself and I look at the things I've done and things I've said about players, I know how how unkind I've been to a Ferentres knowing that he's gone through his mental issues. I know how unkind I was to uh, Andre Gomes knowing that he's dealt with it too. I can endeavor to be more kind to these players. I think it's fair as a fan to criticize and say, hey, the numbers don't add up. I get that. For all those people, fine. The potential's there, but you know what? Hopefully getting him off our books allows us to do certain things like register other players. And hopefully that saga's over for now. I wish nothing but the best for him. Obviously not against our team, but I would love to see him hit the potential, hit the heights that he could. Um... I don't know how familiar you all are with Derrick Rose, but a player that could have been one of the best at basketball, consistently injured. I hate seeing athletic careers cut short based on anything, you know? So I I wish the best for him. I feel sad that he's leaving, but I am glad that we can all move on. Hopefully we can register players and we can move forward. I mean, I, I feel like I've been going so long on my soapbox, so... I'm not going to get into registrations now. We'll talk about that later in the week. But yeah, just just remember these people are people. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what the situation is. It sucks, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. And with that, thank you all for listening. Again, sorry for going long, but this is a subject that I'm very passionate about. I think players are people, and we need to start thinking about that more than not. Forever, Forza Barca, very excited to see what happens next and very excited for the season. Thank you for listening. Have a great one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.